Hello and welcome to Open All Ours, a QPR podcast. I'm David Fraser. Um, I have no other uh, original members of the QPR podcast with me this evening, but what three fine men we do have. Uh, they've all done a podcast before, I believe. More than one in, in more than one case. Um, so, to my left, which doesn't translate on an audio podcast, but just <laughs> to set the scene for everyone, have James Evans. Hiya, hi David. Hello, James. Thank you for having me of, back on. Of the BBC, no less. Um, of Endemol Shine, I work on Pointless. I find the people. Very and good. Sometimes write questions. Very good. And our own Chris Charles was on Pointless, was he not? I had nothing to do with that. No. That's what I've got to say. I think legally. he's trying to claim true. he had nothing to do with it yeah. as well. He bombed, didn't he? He asked to get in touch. I said, you can audition, but I cannot see you. I cannot meet you or anything like that. And then he went out twice in round one. All right, Mr. BBC, no oh, one cares whether you yeah, did get well, on or not. Go. I didn't, I didn't. Uh, and from one part of, well, you're not the BBC, but affiliated to the BBC, to actually the BBC, Sean Gallagher, former sports editor of the Kilburn Times, now at the BBC and Radio 5 Live. Yep, thanks for having me back. Good, good intro. Good to see you. Great, David, good as always, intro. as always, you're always on the ball. Uh, and Simon Rain. <laughs> Well, thank you for that. I feel a bit of a letdown. I now. don't know what you do, Simon. What do you do? Come on, bore us all. What it, do you do? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I actually don't know what you it's do. It's a bit of a touchy subject given the current climate. So I manage fire risk assessments for a housing association. So oh. that is not being talked on. <laughs> okay. No, fair enough. Um, okay. So uh, best move on from that. Welcome, gentlemen. Um, the only couple of things really to say, the stuff that I usually go through if you are new to the podcast, and believe it or not, there are occasionally people who have not heard us before, um, you can follow us on Twitter at QPR Pod, uh, go and follow us on Facebook, join our Facebook group if you search for the new QPR podcast, and you can listen to all our episodes on our website at qprpod.co.uk, where you can also support the show. If you go on there, click on support the show. You can uh, sign up to a couple of things which help us make this very program, including one person who has done that is Colin Green, uh, who has bought us the beers this evening. Now, we are very grateful for Colin for buying us the beers. We have a selection of San Miguel and and Cronenberg, but Simon has also brought some drink with him, but it doesn't have a... um, doesn't have anyone drinking it right now, Simon. especially for Finney, and he's not here. So hopefully it will get drunk next time. This is, you've brought six gluten-free San Miguel's. Because I'm not touching it. No. I mean, it looks pretty ropey, doesn't it? Adequada para celiacos, it says on the side. (coughs) Which is what? Adequate for celiacs. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Yes, it does. Uh, Finney, if you're listening, we have six gluten-free beers here for you for next week. Okay, Uh, let's talk about... QPR mixed couple of weeks there was kind of the the real highs of the two home wins and we haven't done a podcast since the Sheffield United game so we'll probably come on to that but of course we kept up our record at Forest on the weekend now um, Finney who can't be here tonight his analysis was we played well for the first 15 um, 
but then Forest absolutely killed us down the wings basically and we can't be expected to win there so what do you expect six from nine pretty good return uh, Sean mm. I'll come to you first because you watched, watched the full it. 90 minutes watched about it yeah. what, what, what did, why did you do that <laughs> I don't know I've just because obviously I haven't been able to get to as many games I'm obviously not reporting now so I've kind of got like a scouting app as such details to it so I kind of got to watch yeah, 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 it's just from a club I used to work at. I've got the DLs to scout oh, no. outside. Just okay. watch the watch yeah, the game yeah. still. So um, yeah, it was a. It's kind of just up and down, isn't it? You look at the two away games, the two draws, and then two the two home games. Thought were really good, kind of just classic Holloway performances. Really, in it hard work, grit, job done. Then really poor performance. Really, I thought from start to finish. Um, but well, I think I think it was everything really. I think on the from that's probably what Philly said on the wings, just every. Taken apart through the middle, taken apart. Um, do, do, do we have that grit in the centre of the park? Because the well, I think we miss Carl Henry personally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> do you actually mean that? I was a big fan of Carl. Do you know what I mean? Mr. Holloway wasn't, but <laughs> but um, no. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, saying I'm saying quiet. I'm just waiting to see what happens. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I do think we lack a bit of bite in the field. Um, I do think we lack a bit of buying midfield. Luke Freeman, I think it has got a bit of that, but we defensively, I just don't think we have. Obviously, Mass is more of a. He still, I think he still needs to add kind of goals to his game. Mm. That's the one thing missing from him because I think he could be. If he if he added that and consistency to his game, I think he'd be a Premier League player. Mm. And but, half a yard more pace. Yeah, but I, I think he's yeah, and obviously Freeman. I think you have to give Holloway a lot of credit there. He obviously pursued that deal massively, and he was standstill Bristol City and. Kind of look at the play he's got now as a snip, really, wasn't it? 350 grand. Obviously, replacing Cherry, so he deserves a lot of credit for that. Mm. But yeah, that, I'm not really surprised because I think it goes into the game that record, isn't it? It's now the do worst you, record of any team. Do you think because we don't have just thinking about it, like you know, who would you pick first choice to play sort of right back, right wing back? That's been a problem area for a very long time, and I think playing problem, Pavel yeah. there over this season That's has made him worse. Well, yeah, because. I can understand why he's always playing in there, but I like to see him getting down that wing, causing, you know, he's like, he's just non-stop, isn't he, down the wing, causing problems, but obviously with Perch out, and then Darnell Furlong, I think he's a very good League One player, but I'm still not sure if he's ready for the Championship yet. I mean, yeah. h- how much longer do we give Furlong? I mean, does he need a consistent run in the team, or, I mean, he's been knocking around quite a few years now. Well, I think it's kind of looking towards the Michael Doughty situation now, isn't it? Like, he's been on loan a number of times, quality in the division below, I don't know. It's... Has he had a proper run, though? Like a real, what's his longest run been? I have no idea. No, I'm not sure. A couple no. of games, I think. I'm, I'm just, yeah. Played two or three games in the Premier League, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, he got absolutely Arsenal, destroyed. Whole yeah. Arsenal, Crystal Palace. Mm. Obviously. But what was his longest run, sort of, could be the back end of last season? It can't Four be. yards. Yeah. <laughs> it's no more than a couple of games. So yeah. I suppose you're saying, should you get more? I, I think I quite like him going forward. I'm just mm. not really that sure about him at the back. I don't know if he's actually a fullback. Well, they aren't these days, are they? No, no, but he's really not so great at the defending element. Need a right back, yeah. But well, obviously, a Perch. I think a lot of people don't. I think Perch does what he says in the tin, really. But how long? What hangs around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think he's a decent player, personally. But we'll see. Perch or Henry? <laughs> Both. Do you really like Henry? As well, I thought he was a decent player. Yeah. I thought he was a decent player. I thought he'd done well for the club. He he served a purpose. So, I, I think you look. Yeah. How, how many can take credit out of that Premier League season? The last Not one? Many. Not many. Carl Henry, Charlie Austin and Clint Hill? Yeah. Pro- yeah. True. Um, 
No bite in midfield, right back. How many? How many? <laughs> we lost 4 0. Mm. So, how much of that can be put down to that? I, I, from what I could see, just every goal was yeah. here you go, Forest Man, unmarked. Take your time and then stick it away. And actually, there was sort of two or three very good finishes within that, but there was they were just. Being well, left to their own devices. Yeah. You get those, don't you? Though you're gonna get you're gonna get beaten four nil, five nil, a couple of times in the championship, really. Unless you're one of the teams very likely to go up. I mean, you can't see Wolves getting beaten like that at any point this season. But yeah. everybody else didn't. Didn't Norwich get beaten five nil by Millwall or something daft or five one mm. a month or so back? Mm. That's Norwich. Um, and you'd say they're arguably in a better position than we are. Yeah. Um, it could have just been a bad day at the office all round. I mean, e- even the Sheffield United game, we could have knocked in potentially three or four if we didn't mm. have kind oh, well, of yeah. clowns up front. <laughs> oh. <laughs> very, very entertaining clowns, but quite comical. Who are you talking about? Um, I do love him because he scores goals to an extent, but he is quite funny to watch in some regards. Uh, Silla. Still keeping our best striker. Yeah. yeah. Definitely our best finisher. Yeah. He, he um, let's talk about Sheffield United then. Uh, I thought it was a thorough, why are we all grinning? <laughs> I thought it was a thoroughly enjoyable night. Mm. Did you not? Play well? It, it was enjoyable. I wouldn't say the quality of football was there. That was my favourite win of the season. You don't think so? No. You don't think it was good, you don't think it was a good quality performance by us? I think it was a, a hard work performance, but actually quality of football I think was was lacking and I was quite uh, disappointed in Sheffield United as well because I was expecting to, for them to play some nice attacking football uh, my dad's actually a Sheffield United fan so he was going there expecting to thump QPR mm. so it was, that, that was quite nice in a way uh, there was, I don't know if uh, anybody saw or heard the Chris Wilder interview afterwards it was with like, the local Sheffield press and they were like oh uh, night of missed chances yada 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 and then um, Chris Wilder went you're doing a massive disservice to the opposition there uh, we deserve nothing mm. basically did you say that yeah that's mm. exactly what he said it's worth kind of digging out because it was just like wow fair play um, I, re- I know what you mean but I really enjoyed it for all of the facts mm. that it was just a proper ground out mm. result it, it was entertaining it's been so long since we've had like a result you're like yes that's how I felt I'm not sure we would have hung on to that it it was entertaining under the lights I enjoyed that shame the attendances didn't reflect it no brilliant brilliant goal as well Mm. I think Blackman's (laughs) alright now we can really laugh about it is he alright now yeah so so. what I didn't realise the the bonus of that was he was on loan from Chelsea yeah good keeper (laughs) which was great Mm. Um, but he he literally went yeah. off injured with mm. embarrassment, didn't he? I thought was, so. I, I thought definitely because he um, he looked all right, and then he kind of looked really ashamed, and then was just on the floor for a bit. He yeah. got a massive clap, which Chris Wilder again said, "Thank you for the send off." Yeah, fans. He was really did know, did, it, did it get to the extent where he literally couldn't get up? Yes, <laughs> I thought it, it got totally out of hand. He messed up and thought, "I'm just going to stay down and play a bit injured." Then I think it's got out of hand. Then he thought, I mean, this is totally libelous or slanderous or whatever you want to call it, but I'll go with it anyway. He then got <laughs> to the point where he thought, I've actually got to leave the field and carry this through. And he didn't play on Saturday. And I think that was, that was all part of it. So now you can't say he was just embarrassed and had to go off. You now have to acknowledge he was injured, but and I don't was, believe And it. who was there to pick up the pieces? Our one in three talisman. Idris Asilla. 14 goals, 43 appearances. Come on. Is that his record? That's his record. Not too bad, is it? it? You know, how much do we pay for him? Not a lot. 
considering you can get you know Ashley Fletcher for millions. And he scored like nine goals in League One. Do you think Holloway's actually taking a liking to him now? Because when Holloway first came in, there was definite friction there. Is that slowly starting to go because he is actually scoring? I think Tony Fernandez has said, you've got no money, son. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so well, work with what you've got. That's exactly it, really. He obviously wasn't a fan of Silla's work, right? Silla's obviously more... I think, I think he's. I think he has... He's on form, isn't he? So, what? I think he's doing. I think he's doing well. I think he's the club's best striker. So it'd be mad mm. to. Holloway obviously wasn't keen on but him. Is but he the club's best striker because he's the best of a average to unimpressive bunch, or is he head and shot? You know, is so fourteen in forty three. Mm. Yeah. Is that's it. it that's good. It's not well, like home I'm, about. You'd good, take that if you're a striker. Well, I never thought I'd say this, but we. Are, I think I never thought I'd say this, but I think we actually missed Sebastian Poulter. Why'd you say that? Because I, I, I think he, he's someone when he first signed, I didn't particularly rate him. But and do I really you not think, think Matt Smith is better no. than Seth no, Poulter? No. no. Why, why, why I do think you think Poulter Poulter's is always more mobile, holds the ball up better, stronger. I think his goal record is better. I'll, I'll probably get slated for this, but yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, 100%. Like, Matt, Matt, Smith seen, Matt Smith has scored quite a few headers, but he always misses an easier header every game before he scores yeah, okay. the harder one. But, like, you know, he's, he's got the speed of a snail. You know, if the ball's not near him, he can't control it. Whereas Poulter was, what, 6'3", 6'4"? I, mean, I think Poulter improves and, from when yeah. he comes. I mean, I remember Chris Ramsey and Les Ferdinand talking about why well, he can be a top chap. Obviously, he left <coughs> for own reasons, etc. But I think he did improve quite a lot. I, get, I mean, Matt Smith is kind of the finished mediocre article. I mean, yeah. he, tries really, <laughs> he tries hard and he's, he's a good professional. You, can't, you, can't, you can't knock him for that. But as, as you say, oh. kind of Polt had some potential yeah. over the next five years. You know years. what you're going to get with Matt Smith. That's it. Exactly. He's, yeah. That's him now. This is, this is exactly what he will do. He'll get you 10 goals coming on for 20 minutes. I feel like with our strikers, they only highlight what a rarity someone like Charlie Austin is and how how hard you have to search to find a real, real quality striker, how like gold dust they are and, well, probably how to screw up any sort of sell-on fee or value, but that's a different story. But I think, you know, 14 in 43 is good, but compared to what we have before, it's, it's, it's nowhere near it, is it, really? He's so... He's, he, he was... Uh, yeah, I miss Charlie Austin. No, but he's kind of he's 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 sort of for QPR. He's once every ten years, isn't he? In terms of longer, that well, the, the thing longer. is now obviously that when Charlie Austin signed was that August two thousand thirteen. The last three or four years, obviously QPR quite keen on one point and the likes of Dwight Gale and mm. Andrew Gray. Kind of thought they're not going to play seven, eight, ten million, are they? Austin was what four, wasn't it? Four. Yeah, bought four. Sold him for. I mean, I think Silla was. Million and a half, something like that, and obviously Connor Washington was up to three mil. So, not, not to turn this into yeah. the Sheffield United podcast, given my family connection, but mm. Billy Sharp did not cost Sheffield United a lot of money, and no. he's banging the goals in. Mm. Mm. I feel I like still think there's a player in Connor Washington, though. A lot of people I, that was yeah, I, that thought, was I thought he played yeah. so well in Sheff- against got, Sheffield United, he didn't score, but, but what sort of player is so he? Much. I bet you if he went to a Brentford or a Reading, he'd go and score 15 20 goals a season. Honestly, so why is it not happening here? But how often do we play in the sort? I'm, I'm not, he's, I'm not, I'm not going to defend him here. But it sounds like I am now. But how often do we sort of play balls that play towards what he's good at? Yeah. We never happen to play a fruit like the goals that Forrest scored. A lot of them are kind of really nice little through balls or near mm. the box. We don't play that. We play channels. Mm. 
that he runs onto, and mm. then he ends up whipping a ball in as often as he does yeah. having a shot on goal. But that guy, he's quick. He'll, he'll, very quick. He'll beat. He'll beat. You know, most works his socks off. Yeah, most defenders. He works his socks off. All right, he might not score that often, but if he mm. if we play to his strengths a bit more, maybe he'll score similarly to how Silla has. I don't think. I know he's had a run in the side, but I still don't think we've ever kind of. But then maybe we don't have the squad to sort of uh, play 4-4-2 four, four, properly. G- good goal scorers create their own opportunities. I mean, Charlie Austin wasn't fed with unbelievable service the time he was here. He just he had, scored. He had Matt he just Phillips scored. on the wings. Oh, yeah. He had Matt Phillips on the oh, wings. I think Bobby's... I think Charlie Austin... I'm putting out a tweet that Bobby's Moore is a massive reason why Charlie Austin was successful in the Premier League and he replied back to you saying, yeah, I 100% agree. So I would... I think the Premier League, a lot of that was down to Zamora. I think he was more as massively underbellied. Zamora and Austin together yep. was one of the best partnerships Cuba had in years. Going back to the the nineties in your third now, near. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And totally different player, but yeah. he he was. I can't. I mean, I've been I've been following QPR for <laughs> well, whatever it is, thirty years since I was six six years old or seven years old. I get younger, David. I know. I know. Thank <laughs> you. I don't think anybody was a better finisher in that time than Charlie Austin. I loved Les Ferdinand, but Charlie Austin was a better finisher. Seriously? Seriously. I believe so. But I think... And that's not taking anything away from Les. I think Les could carve out opportunities better. Les could beat two or three people and score as Austin was a better Who would you choose out of those two? I'd have them together. I would have them together. Dodge the question. Dodge the question. (laughs) No, because... Because Les, I, they didn't do those statistics in those days of assists and things like that. But I suspect that Les got a fair few. So Leslie or Ferdinand, well. come on! And, and don't forget, I, I'm, this is not a. Don't make this turn into <laughs> me slagging Les Ferdinand. I'm, I'm not doing joking. that. I'm, I'm just joking, saying, in terms of natural finishers, uh, like Charlie Austin, I think is the best striker I've seen at QPR. And his goal, ra- his goal rate and ratio was the same as injury prone, that. isn't it? I just. It's a shame he's in. You'd have Les in there, but then Les had Andy Sinton. And he had Andy Sinton whacking them onto him. Do you? you, And I mean, you're right. Thinking about all those daft players we had during the Premier League years, um, Cisse Premier League One or Premier League Two? Oh right, Cisse could finish, and um, Remy, 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 but he he doesn't feel like enough of a QPR player to qualify. He was brilliant Um, that spell though. Yes, I see what you're saying. He scored probably one of the best goals I've ever seen. That sort of side foot volley, Mm, Wigan. How did he? How did he put that away? I don't even still confuses me now. Because Cisse's debut at Aston Villa, I mean, that first goal, yeah. They don't feel QPR enough because they didn't play enough games. Mm. So come January, do we stick with what we've got up front or do we take a punt on a League One, League Two striker? Obviously, we're not going to go and spend well, millions. Panorama. Do. I feel like, I feel like we are running, Holloway's, we're running on fumes and Holloway knows it. At, like everywhere. We need to strengthen everywhere, really, in a way. Certainly at the back. We haven't had three properly fit defenders, centre-backs, since, I don't know, September... <clears throat> Whenever it was, we don't have strikers that anybody is particularly happy with. Mm. We don't have this bite in midfield. We've got three very, very good midfielders, but we don't have that. So we need to strengthen a lot of areas. And in a sense, it's almost Holloway's done a great job to sort of get out of them what he has. But you're asking the question: What do we do in January? I suppose he's obviously not going to get a lot of money. Though. He's done. To be fair to him, he hasn't really. If you look at Jimmy Ford Hasselbank, he did obviously get. He's probably spent three million on. Washington and what has what has Holloway really spent? Well, we managed to to get Holloway spent. He's found Freeman and Scowen, who are two of that. They are two. I won't say I won't overblow them, 
but they're two good, exciting midfielders mm. that we're a lot happier with them than we are with a lot of the midfielders that have come before. I'm trying to work out in January. Well, they're proper fi- additions. 500 grand on Goss, 350 on Freeman, 750 on Smith lean to a million, and then there's not much else to do. a couple of hundred Yeah, I was going to say that, to, but I was going to bring Baptiste up, actually, because I know he's had a bit, had a bit of stick in that, but look at when he was at Middlesbrough, a serious knee injury, didn't really play at Preston last season. I think he has... He's been up and down, but I think he put very strong performances at home the last two home games. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't have a good game on, on Saturday at Forest, but you've got to remember, Holloway's not brought him in, 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 him in to be a, st- a first-team regular, but he's a backup, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And obviously... Well, he's played every game. <laughs> yeah, Nader Manure, obviously, big loss. I know people yeah. will say, oh, but he is still a strong defender at this level, in my opinion. And Grant Hall, that's a massive loss, isn't it? So you've got to say that I think he's come in, Baptiste. That's probably a shrewd signing from Holloway. Yeah. That's very wise. Yeah. Uh, records, let's talk records. So, first of all, that this forest thing mm. is, is some weird, terrible. weird stuff going it's on like, there. It's, it's so, so this stat is it's the most games waiting for a first away win. QPR at Forest, 34 games. Uh-huh. That's nearly a Premier League season. 34 games. Uh-huh. And then after that is Ipswich and Liverpool was 33, but that ended because it was won on the 33rd game or the 34th game. And Preston Sunderland on 32, but that's ended as well. Yeah. So we are next season world record holders or, mm. or, or, or certainly mm. domestic. We got the domestic title for worst away record. What, what? Put it next to the Dry World Cup. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we won that and no one can take that <laughs> away from us unless Dry World's receivers come and get it. Uh, what... Um, that is weird. No? It's just mm. QPR. I think if we don't win in the third round of the FA Cup next oh. season, unless <coughs> Plymouth also then don't win, we've got the worst third round yeah. record. 2001, wasn't it? Yeah, Holloway needs really. to show his ambition that because I, was, I yeah. was disappointed in his selection for that Brentford game. I want him to... That, that's another record we could have, though. That's not a Sean record really. I want, though. No. <laughs> I want him to... Um, it's not a record This we FA want. Cup, we need to... That's something, you know what I mean? We're going to be a mid-table team, let's be honest. Where are we going to finish? I don't know what you guys think. 13, I, 16, I think that the FA Cup generally, like Spurs yeah. putting out a reserve team. What do you think you're going to win mm. if you're Spurs? Or yeah. if you're basically anyone except Arsenal-Chelsea, Arsenal-Chelsea, yeah. um, uh, sorry, not Arsenal-Chelsea, City. Man City-Chelsea. What do you think you're going to win? Mm. Maybe Man United. You're not going to win anything, so put out your strongest team for the FA Cup. Yeah. It's exactly the same with us. Why, why put out... We're not gonna, teams. I, I think we'll be okay in terms of, I don't think we're going to go down and obviously not going to go up so might as well, might as well go for it, go for it. try and get in that fourth round yeah <laughs> let's not get another record um, James you've got a table on your notes <laughs> I do, do have, tell I have a table yeah it's called winning percentages oh, it's, it's about as exciting as it sounds but I just put some of the last kind of most recent managers and in last place win percentage Chris Ramsey 26.7% mm. Jimmy Floyd 28.9% Ian Holloway 33.3% and that's kind of his current record forget um, when he was back with us a decade ago then Harry Redknapp on 35% and then Warnock 39.2% so you look at that Holloway's not a well, million Harry, miles away Harry Redknapp's record you can disregard because it was done through cheating because we cheated, yep. didn't we? It's we like cheating we on championship manager. Exactly. We fudged the rules. We didn't play according to the same rules that everyone else was playing on. And we're going to get fined a lot of money for it. So you can disregard Harry Redknapp. Neil Warnock, well, we know, we know that Neil Warnock did a fantastic job hmm. for us. So, you know, probably rightly so. And then after that is Holloway. 
So why don't we all get off his back and, and, well, we're off his back this week, I suppose, but we'll be back on, everyone will be back on it next week, won't they? But he's got, he's got the, he's got a better record than Jimmy Floyd, Chris Ramsey. What made me do this is I just was reading a lot on Twitter. I'm not sure he's got a worse record than, I'm sure he's got a worse record than Jimmy. Well, this, uh, this is from that reliable source Wikipedia uh, so um, sure feel free to contradict uh, but I just what made me do this is just seeing people arguing yeah. on Twitter and basically mm. just thinking that there's either people that want Holloway in or Holloway out why does no, it have no, to be so polarised no we're somewhere point. in the middle generally yeah, and no it's point. probably somewhere in the middle anyway are you somewhere in the middle on Holloway I didn't want Holloway back to be <coughs> honest but mm. like you know in light of what's happened recently and like financial fair play and you know, who else might have taken the job knowing Still, that they you, were at the end of the day, Someone that. on the cheap, isn't it? You get him in on the cheap in Bircham and then you tell him to do what he done. Bla- he was most definitely a shrug of the shoulders, can't think of any any other ideas, yeah. lads, appointment. But I'm quite comfortable with that. I mean, yeah. I couldn't think of anything better either. Given the current state of the club, I mean, is the manager not almost irrelevant to an extent? Mm. The finances aren't there. The kind of the current mission is relatively probably mid-table yeah. so as long as that's being achieved what's what's even the point of discussing the manager yeah that's true you never know though because we're, we're recording a podcast <laughs> <laughs> where <laughs> we we have to fill a I certain mean, amount of time talking about qpr not so much in topics. the pit not so much on the podcast but yes, the continuous splurge of discussion on twitter but i mean let's be honest you know tony fernandez in the past has tweeted some fairly kind of provocative Playoffs is everything. Mm. Here's me hugging Jimmy at Craven Cottage. If we went on four or five matches in, in a row to be one, to be won, you cannot say that you don't think Tony wouldn't tweet Premier League next season. I believe. Do you believe? See all that stuff with Tony Fernandez last week promoting his book or those interviews. You see any of that? You've got to do what you got to do, haven't you? Sorry, yeah. You got to do what you got to do. What do you think? What, what do you think of some of the stuff he said? Well, it was a typical fair, wasn't it? We've made some mistakes. Clubs on the right footing now. I got some advice on players on Twitter. Yeah, you yes. said that too. Yes, you're not supposed to listen to us, Tony. They're the rules. We all know that. We scream and shout at you, and then you do what football people do. You're not actually supposed to listen to yeah, us. Yeah, please ignore me. <laughs> uncle Tony kind of admitted that Caton was a. <laughs> he called him Uncle. There was a utter disaster. In in two years' time, three years' time, is he going to be saying the same thing about QPR? If he, it depends if he can oh. get those houses. What? Sorry, Sean, come on. He wants to talk about Carl Henry instead, I think. <laughs> why do you, why <laughs> oh, do you, oh, why do you, seeing as he's promoting his book mm. and that's so how he gave a series of interviews, why do you think he's involved with QPR? What do you think his motivations and intentions are? I, I think now it's to save face. I think maybe kind of get us aim like with the Sheffield United goalkeeper. Yeah, I mean it's to get to <laughs> maybe yeah. get to a, a solid mid-table Championship side and oh. and then sell the club. And what That'd he doesn't though, what he it? what he doesn't want to do is get us demoted to League One and then sell. I think mm. I don't think he could actually live with that. Well, he looked. I think he made the point in those interviews about how bad it went in, in F one for him. Mm. So he obviously is. Pro- it's encouraging, isn't it? He doesn't want to leave it on. Um, <laughs> not a bad bloke, to be fair. He's a nice bloke, but I think 
And he spent so much money. That's the thing he said he's spent. Well, he spent a lot of money. His intentions are good, I believe, but I also believe, well, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, I think is how the phrase goes. Like, in a way, his intentions don't really matter. He hasn't Mm, quite got it, hasn't quite got it right. But the history of football is littered with um, businessmen who think they can be the one that can kind of make a difference and they can be the one that kind of makes it in football. And, so far, it's... Um, do, you, do you think if the uh, old oak finally gets its last nail in the coffin in relation to a ground, he'll be straight off? I think they've accepted for a while that old oak is not going to happen how they intended it. But they own a bit of land around old oak. So I think rather than, without getting really boring, I think they'll build some properties around old oak, which won't be where our stadium is, and they'll have some money from those properties, and that will finance what's looking like the Linford Christie Stadium and all that area. Mm. And they'll kind of probably save face, like you say, with that. But it's not he's not going to be this enormous sort of London West London landowner that I think he probably wants. I think it's a shame he didn't have someone like Lee Hughes kind of years ago. Absolutely. That's what I'll say about him. Because I think he's a shrewd operator, best interest at heart. I think he's got a bit of stick, but I'd fully... I back him. I think every time I listen to him, he talks very eloquently. He's, he's got the club's best interest at heart. I think he's done a very good job. And if we would have had him, to hold on to him, don't you think? Well, yeah, you look at his track record. I think everything he's done, he's done fairly decent. He, te- he tends to quantum leap once the club is. Sorry, mm. that's a that's almost a Paul Finney era reference. <laughs> he tends to quantum leap once his jobs his job's great done. Show, at, at, mm. It was a great yeah, show, great, great theme. Show. When his job's done, he moves on. He'll be at QPR. The, the job at QPR ever done yeah. exactly. Yeah. The cuts he's made, obviously, like, and obviously. I'll win a few games it's evil les isn't it so. but I got, I got a sticker back on my seat so that was quite nice uh, yeah. I don't know if anyone else sees the I got, I, I got that, the that sticker on me. my seat little well. surprise yeah but yeah. they didn't tweet about it which actually was a relief that kind of brings on attendances I suppose do you want to talk about attendances what is it like, what was, how many was it the Sheffield United game 13 and a half was it 14 and a half it said 13 I mean, it didn't look it. I mean, prices, lack of interest. To, to me, that that is a massive worry. Over the yeah. last kind of three years, attendances have gone down by a thousand each year. Yeah. So, I mean, we're getting back to the levels of kind of League One, League Two football. So, I mean, that that's not sustainable for a club our size, especially as we're kind of losing money as it is. So, yeah. it's only going to get worse. So, prices where are, are we going actually. long term? Oh, maybe they can do my dream and make Loftus Road bespoke fifteen thousand. <laughs> Just make what? it really nice for the last. Oh, it's just. On, explain, I, I am five foot seven on a good day in heels. It is so uncomfortable. Oh, I, yeah. I've got a gold ticket. I can't see the penalty spot at the school end. It's ridiculous. Well, what? I mean, I love, I love Loftus Road. It's like all my memories of football, pretty much, right? Because we don't go very anywhere else with success. Um, but, like, you know, it, it is past its sell by date. But then if we haven't got the attendance to fill that, mm. what's the point in even trying to build a stadium? Yeah, that's how I feel. But do I need to answer that? There, there, there is, I, I still think there is potential with, uh, with Loftus Road. It might sound a bit controversial, but went to Fulham a couple of years ago. And I actually really enjoyed the experience. Away game in QPR. Did you have a clapper? I didn't have a clapper. Were you in the neutral area? But I could actually yeah. move my feet out, unlike uh, South Africa Road. To, it's been about 10 years since they and, were supposed and, to move out of... Court. And there was actually some nice food as well, which makes a difference. So, I mean, while I raced, I took my... Uh, one of my cousins, who's relatively posh, much posher than myself, to the testimonial game, uh, the Stambowls game, uh, and she sat under a leaking roof in the Loftus Road stand. Mm. So she'll never be back. 
I mean, the football wasn't very she good said, as well. She said that after. <laughs> we do look at it. Like, in terms of affordable, like, if, if someone's, got, someone's an adult on the day, what was it 38 quid, isn't it? Yeah. The gold. It's quite a lot, isn't it, for the championship, isn't it? And that experience, you know. Mm. Relatively posh. It's just I'm saying, this whole, people saying, oh, a lot of people pro, and if everyone are so back in Holloway, why is the attendance so poor? Because, by and large, it's pretty uninspiring, isn't it? It's just sort of, like you said, we're not going to go down, we're not going to go up. So if you are a can, if you're a I can take it or leave it type Mm. of QPR follower, at this point, you're leaving You're going to home base on a Saturday. (laughs) Do you blame them? I don't blame them. It's only us lunatics who go every week. I don't blame the people that go 10, 12 games no, a year I, and are thinking my, at the moment. My dad was a season ago for 40 years. He didn't renew the season. So yeah. Why didn't he? No, uh, no, but like... Wasn't why, you convinced know. with the manager in charge. I mean, I, I didn't renew my season ticket this year for the first time in about 10 years. Well, but I, work, I work on Saturdays and I was like, yeah. oh, I try and get to the midweek games and watch them, but that's, that was my reason. Well, I don't know if I go as much. I renewed. I renewed. No, I, just, I, I, renewed. I looked I renewed. earlier on. <laughs> QPR just the, the half season tickets now on sale. Like I, I was so alarmed how many kind of free seats are available to buy in the South Africa. It's like spot the ones which are actually taken. So but I'm not sure if lower and lower um, walk up rates are going to be the answer. To I think that. it's 300 quid or something for a half season ticket. Mm. That's if you know you're lot. not going to get promoted. Mm. or even getting the playoffs for a bit of excitement let's talk away from Loftus Road have you looked at our away record this year last one was in February wasn't it really bad Birmingham 15 no wins in 8 15 no wins this season and Uh, no wins since uh, February in Birmingham what's that what what? that's more alarming than anything I think it's well, poor. going to your last point, the attendance figures mm. at Loftus Road don't seem to be doing any harm because it's the only thing that's sort of keeping us at a decent position in the table. Yeah. What, why would that be? Why would we have such a dreadful away record? The following is still fairly decent for away games. Yeah, Not too bad. We had 1,600 really really for yeah. Forest, obviously because everyone was there to try and hopefully see us win there. But yeah, yeah. it's not gone down. I don't know. I mean, that, that is... I don't think there's one clear answer. It's just something's not working. Mm. Um, And I hate the fortress Loftus Road. I hate cliche terminology Mm. like that. But we have been playing better at home. And it's a good job that we are because we can't seem to get a win for love nor money away. But we've been crap away for about, what, 10, 15 years mostly? Except for the couple of seasons when we went up. This is the worst run since, must be... I'm looking at about 18 years ago now, 99. Must be 99. Yeah. That needs to change soon, doesn't it? No answer. <laughs> there is no I mean, no. I, I, but then Holloway, I suppose if they knew Holloway's the answer, streaky. they'd do something about Holloway's it. Holloway's streaky, streaky, isn't he? What's the you away know, game's coming up? We've got Derby away, haven't we? Derby away. Tuesday night. Yeah. But he's, he, is, he is streaky, you know, those two six losses and... In different spells. Oh, as in he goes then, on streaks. Yeah, yes, and then, okay. Yeah, he doesn't run about. I thought you were talking about. <laughs> he's not. He's not. Oh, he's up and down. Don't I want to see them. Holloway just he's going bacon. to win. Yeah, he's bacon. It's classic yeah. Holloway to go and beat top <laughs> of the table Holloway. twice in a week and then yeah. get thumped and on and forth. It's just he's he's a bit of an he's a bit erratic, isn't he? He's up and down, isn't he? Yeah, and so maybe that's something towards it. And this season we had seven games where we didn't win, but five were draws, mm. which is in progress from the two rows of six, as it were last season if you're I looking mean, for some green shoots <laughs> is, is Holloway's tactical nous 
an issue in relation to away games? Does he have the kind of the, the ability to adapt? And I think the whole Holloway doesn't do tactics is a little bit unfair and sort of laboured and like uh, it's an oldie in Holloway. I I am told that his two years at Sky were like a complete revelation when he was the pundit on Sky were a complete revelation to him as a kind of manager and that when he walked into QPR. He was like a completely different type of coach. His like the, his research mm. on the opposition is as a runner. Well, yeah, because yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's unlike he's obviously been analysing the championship yeah. week in week out, and he's obviously going to help him as a manager, isn't it? But I wonder if he's gone the other way. He tinkers so much. He changes mm. teams, formations the whole time, and I wonder if now it's too much in a way. Mm. Like he just sort of, he, he thinks in, oh, it's horses for courses. We're playing this team this week. They play this way, so we must set up in a certain way rather than kind of actually. Do you think he a plays the, the formation we have because of the squad we've got or that's the formation he wants to play? I mean, I don't know if there's an answer mm. to that because it is sometimes like, where are they? I think it's the where, way Where, where are they play? playing? You think so? Mm. Well, look at when, the way when, he has to play, did you say? No, I think the way he wants to play. Right. I think he quite likes Pavel playing in that wing back position. Then obviously he's put Manning at left wing back sometimes, isn't he? He's done. A, he's, to be fair, Manning's done all right in there. I don't yeah, really he know. has. But I think there was with Manning. There was too much of an overhype at the time about Manning. He's a decent Championship squad player. He got massively overhyped, and Holloway's obviously seen and watched what he's going to do. And he's he's, he's a bench player, isn't it? He's the thinking he's not, man's Olamide. Yeah, I like him, he? but he's he's, <laughs> he's good to have in the squad, isn't it? I think that kind of the mindset you have to take with any kind of QPR youth product. If they're of any decent ability, they will get snapped up by a kind of Category 1 academy and go and sit in the reserves academy set up at Dean a Premier Parrot. team for four So Everton's done with Josh Bowler. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, James, <coughs> you, you've, I'm looking at your notes and you, you've got more. So give it to us bef- before we get on to the R's end. Oh, I, I just the, my little social media brigade. Uh, there's the buy, buy a striker brigade, the love slash hate Ollie brigade. You're, you're either one of those. Sometimes you vary. The stadium training ground brigade, a new one, the FFP fine brigade. Uh, could go on about that. And then the Tony love in and love out. Um, Which one are you? I'm probably a Tony love out. So sure. only because I want to see the proof of the pudding, <coughs> and I haven't seen enough of that yet for Tony. Out of buy a striker. I love slash hate Ollie stadium slash training ground FFP fine or Tony Love in Love Out. Which which social media tribe are you, Simon? I think I'll probably an additional one, just the kind of the laugh at Finney tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's gone gone I, I laughed too no, hard. No, no, that's <laughs> wow, I'm in the eye. Where, where's, where's the fiver? <laughs> he's had an Ollie on Carl Henry there. God, he's gone in there. Um, and you're the Carl Henry Brigade. Mm. Yeah. I've always, I've always brought Carl Henry. Do you know what I mean? So, I, yeah, think, I, I, I will say, I think he was nowhere near as bad as people no. said. I will, I, will support, I will support Sean on that. Legend. Good interview as well. Stretch. That's a stretch. Uh, let's go on to our's end then. Uh, this is the last bit of the show. Anything, everything we didn't mention. The only thing I wanted to mention as my R's end was... Esports team. QPR now have an esports team. Mm. We have an esports team. What does that mean? Trial 745 on this Saturday night, apparently. We're going to have a reserve team as well. So, this is we have people playing computer games whilst wearing a QPR top. 
We have them already. We've had um, Neil DeJothin on the pod <coughs> before. We've had, we have that, that. That's what it means. Do they yeah. wear are, you, a, are you pumped? I think Inter Milan like massively. Do they wear an Air Asia cap? Is that part of the <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? <laughs> I, I will. I will be absolutely it's honest there. I play a lot of FIFA. I saw that. And Is thought, that an esport? W- Is it an esport? I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you wear your QPR top? No. I, I play at Loftus Road, but then I tend to play in blue and white kits from around the world. FC Puebla, uh, the Mexican league, being my one that I like. Yeah. They've kind of got the blue and white sash. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I saw that and I thought... They're looking ooh. for four players, apparently. I went, ooh, and I went, James, you're 36, so don't do But it. this is your chance. Mm. You're never going to play for QPR, proper team, no offence, but you're, you're not. You're right. So play esports. Mm. Do it. I do don't, it. One, I don't think I can commit the hours because I do play, and the amount of the people that are good on it, that that's, it's their job. Yeah, it, it really is. So you're worried about a QPR esports team not being good, or me not being good, <laughs> me going up to the trial and, and you know letting the last, last down. The last year has gone massive though. You see some of these national websites; yeah, no, they've has. all got like the esports sections now, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, it's big. Mm. Okay, well, look, I'm very excited. Maybe there'll be a QPR eSports spin-off podcast. I haven't played computer (laughs) games since the game was called Championship Manager, but I did take QPR to two European Cups. (laughs) Um, Right, who's next? As I'm next to you, I'll go. You go. Um, What a shame John Terry did his metatarsals, so he Mm. wouldn't be there for the Villa home game. Um, I wonder if he did a Jamal Blackman, safe face. Yeah. So that that's all I have to say. Never mind, JT. Sean? Will Ian Holloway be in charge a year from now? <coughs> Do you know what? I had a quick look Ooh. at this. When they got when players got managers got sacked, November, December, January, February. On, for the like the last kind of four or five managers. So if he's gonna go No, the last two QPR managers, as I've said every podcast for about the last month. The last two QPR managers got sacked oh. yesterday, 5th yeah. and 6th oh, yeah. of November. Guy Fawkes. So he's made it. Yeah, they Grand get sacked on Guy Fawkes Day. So he's made it. But before then, it was turn of the year. Yeah. So yeah, I think Hughes got if sacked If he can then. make it through winter, he'd probably be Neil, Neil Warnock got sacked, I want to say, January. my brother's going to kill me. I no, think it's 12th of January because yeah. it was at my brother's wedding. We found out he got sacked. It was, it was, um, it was 8th of January. Oh, close. 8th of January. Close. Um, sorry, Ben. Uh, but oh, yes. no, but the memory lives. It was like a four-day wedding, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, will he still be? I mean, you would have to say no, just because well, no one lasts very long. I think he'll last the season, actually. Yeah, I'd say that. I think he'll last the season. You yeah. said, will he be manager in a year from now? A year from now. I hope he is, but yeah. you would have to say no, because this is QPR. And this is how these things go. Will he get burnt out? No. I would say no because I would like to think he has a special affinity with QPR over, you know, his sort of other clubs and more recent clubs and that he wants this to work. But he say, really does want it to work. Say if he succeeded in getting us promoted, would that then just and it went wrong, would it just be too much for him? I like I love I loved Ollie as a player. I, I I like I like Ian Holloway as a man, I like him as a manager. I'm happy to support him. Um, but I do worry about that because it has happened previously. I mean, let's worry about getting promoted. No, I'm just saying. But, but, no, but he, he, that could happen at any, I actually, anyway. If, if I'm really sort of harsh about it, I thought we probably should have got rid of Neil Warnock. In the, there's some managers 
They're great championship managers. Mm. They're not Premier League managers. And I suspect, I think Neil Warnock is one of those and we probably should have moved him on in that summer. And probably Ian Holloway is also one of those. So should we ever have to worry about it? Harry should have quit after promote after winning the playoff. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Simon, you're, you get the last word of the podcast. Uh, not to play into kind of a particular Twitter tribe, uh, but <laughs> most days I drive past uh, Warren Farm and I just, I just don't get the, the legal ramblings. I get, understand the notion of people not being happy, the, la- the land being gifted to, to the club to an extent. But it's such a wasteland. It's such a missed opportunity for the community. Just get it sorted. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's just, it's like it's just a giant rat run. It's just cars drive through it to get to somewhere else. It's what do they think is going to happen? It's just going to be some football pitches, isn't it? There's and very some good little facilities. There. It's, there's nothing there. It's just another way to get to Ealing Hospital. I'm sharing some information. <laughs> right. There. Okay. Yeah. Off the A4. There is nothing there, genuinely. There really isn't. There isn't. I've driven around it. I, I, I was nosy. I live nearby. So it was like, there is nothing there. Get it done, hoose. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, we are back. That's the podcast for this week. We're back in two weeks' time because there's an international break. Boom. Um, we don't have a game to talk about. Um, how bo- The England games shouldn't be boring this time because it is, well, who is it? Germany and Brazil. No, I'd rather be playing no, esports. Can, uh... <laughs> You'd rather be playing esports. There goes the title of the podcast. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening, chaps. Thank you for coming in. We'll be back in two weeks. This is Open All Us. UPR.